Uh, let's talk to Howell George this evening. Howell George is the Director of Investments at the Old Mutual Investment Group. And Howell George has been very active, of course, in uh, recent weeks, talking all about uh, the world of investing and investments and the year that has been. And I think it's been a, a really productive year, Howell, for particularly investors in U.S. markets. But around the world, I think people have become come to terms with the fact that possibly the worst is over is that your view and the view of the old mutual investment group that we've you know we've the storm is dissipating and we're leaving it in our wake well evening bruce evening everyone um well markets are certainly saying that yes the worst is over i'm not sure if this is a little bit of a honeymoon period before bikes certainly we'd be a little bit more on the cautious side um, I mean, markets have latched on to the Federal Reserve in the U.S. saying that, that rates are going to be coming down next year, despite the fact that the economy is actually a little bit too strong for that. So if we don't see rate cuts next year and we see, in fact, inflation picking up, we may see a slightly more difficult time because markets are at all-time highs. And sometimes you get this period where rates have gone up, the economy looks fine, but it takes a while for rates to hit. And therefore, that reality may be coming down the track for markets possibly into 2024. Now, that's always the cautious side, of course, of somebody who's a professional in investments, because we're talking about a world engineering a soft landing. And there's a big debate about whether the U.S. finally will achieve that. They've been talking about it for quite some time. At the beginning of this year, the world was predicting not only a U.S. recession, but a global recession. It hasn't happened. And I I wonder um, if it is worthwhile trying to predict the future when it comes to the world of investing. It seems to be a bit of a mugs game. Well, it's, it's always a difficult one, Bruce, that is certainly true. Um, and what's, what, what, what you can say in terms of the facts of the case right now, to look back in history might be helpful, because if you take the word count of, of corporate earnings calls currently, you, you've got a spike in the words soft landing. So everyone's now expecting a soft landing. And you always get, it turns out, through history, a spike in the words soft landing just before a recession hits. <laughs> Because you are in this strange air pocket where rates, rates have gone up and the economy seems fine. So, so people seem to believe the best at this precise point in the cycle when it may be that the worst is yet to come. I'm sorry to say. Okay, and and how does that worst potentially play out? I mean, I see lots of chatter um, all about the U.S. going into recession, which seems unlikely. But as you say, the you know all is quiet. All is quiet before the storm, I suppose. It does take a little while, and it's taken a little longer this time, because it has been a little bit of a conundrum for economists, I think, as is often the case, um, because interest rates have gone up in the States, yes, but give or take 85 or 90% of U.S. mortgages, where that should bite, are on long-term fixed rates, 30-year rates. So rates go up at the short end, and your mortgage holder kind of doesn't care, because you're still paying 3% or 8%. So it's going to take a little while for that to, um, for that to, um, to hit, um, mortgage holders, and that's probably going to come through in 2024. So if you look at something like credit cards, where it does hit quicker, I mean, credit card, credit card delinquencies, i.e. credit cards in trouble, are at all-time peaks right now, which tends to happen just before a recession. And is that happening worldwide? I mean, I, we haven't had any reports from the South African banking sector in terms of, there's been gradual credit deterioration, but no big 
fear and worry about the way in which South African credit has been managed, not to the same extent as we had before 2008 and then in the banks crisis of 2003 and thereabouts where credit extension went mad. People have become a lot more better at issuing credit in South Africa. But I think it's a global a global phenomenon where the cost of living crisis has pushed people to living on credit and have been living more on credit perhaps than at any other time in recent memory. Yeah, and I think it's, it, it, that's true. And, and if I could characterize it as being a Western phenomenon as opposed to a Global South phenomenon, and particularly in the States, because you know the cost of, of building, quote-unquote, the U.S. empire over the last 40 years has been an enormous accumulation of debt, both on personal and corporate and now government balance sheets. And so you know the impact of these high rates, when it really does strike, actually is probably going to come to the States in a more severe fashion than it is the rest of the world. So places like South Africa are are, are much less levered than the U.S. would be. Um, And certainly, you know, large parts of the global south are less levered. So this time around, it could be the U.S. which has a tougher time than, than actually most people. Uh, and so how does that then play out in markets? Because we've seen this astonishing recovery in stock markets, particularly in the S&P 500, which is up about 25% this year. And this is the, the, the classic moment where all of us get FOMO and we say, well, the JSE is down 5% this year in dollar terms. Look at the S&P 500. Inflation is coming to an end. Interest rates are going to be cut in the new year. So let's there go, you know, uh, put both feet into the U.S. market and let's take the Warren Buffett's approach that, you know, never bet against America, because clearly this recovery, certainly from a market's perspective, is very much on track. Well, I guess I could use another Warren Buffett quote, which would be to be fearful when others are greedy (laughs) and greedy when others are fearful. So, you know, there's a lot of kind of greed and FOMO in the market now. People want to chase it. People are happy. You know, tech stocks are flying. And we've seen this before. And back in 1999, you were a complete fool not to be in the market towards the end of 1999. Uh, I remember it very well. And then everyone kind of piled in at the top and come 2000, everyone was very, very sad that they did. So just mind your eye at the moment. Things are a little too bullish, a little too positive for my liking. Okay. Um, and and uh, again, that is uh, somebody who's carrying the scars of many years of investment experience um, uh, on, on, your, on, your, on your body, I suppose. You guys at Old Mutual are often criticized, uh, certainly on social media platforms, for the, the generally positive view that you take on South African markets. And this year, as I mentioned earlier, JC down 5 6% in dollar terms relative to that 25% gain on the S&P 500. And I suppose it's indicative of... Even when investment cases look compelling and when multiples are low, there are always going to be factors that can prevent that from materializing. And certainly that's been the case in the South African stock market for the last decade. I think this, the JSE has been sort of trading in a band between seventy and 80,000 for much of that time. Yes, and you know, South Africa has, has certainly had its issues, that is certainly true to say. And uh, I think if you're going to be positive on South Africa relative to the rest of the world for the next year, which I think on balance we kind of are, you're kind of making a, a, taking a position that South Africa as an economy will be slightly less bad than people think. And I think you can take that if you, if you believe that low shedding will be slightly less bad than people think, which I think is probably true, and that we can get through you know, the election, um, May 22nd, I'm told, uh, unscathed or oh. relatively unscathed, and um, can uh, come out the other side, you know, slightly better than people thought. May 22nd, where's that little nugget come from? 
I couldn't possibly share my sources, Bruce, I'm afraid, but, you know, that, that may be a scoop here, I'm not sure. Or it may be completely wrong. No, no, of course. But, I mean, it's, it's there or thereabouts. We're headed for an April or a May election, and it's going to depend on Easter, and it's going to depend on the emotion of the 27th of April, which this year, which next year is on a Saturday, so it's not going to happen on that weekend. So it's there or thereabouts is likely to be a general election in South Africa. And, again, half the world, you know, is, is going to elections next year, and half the world believes that it's going to be a, a, a very negative and very hard-fought election in many parts of the world. Um, the United Kingdom is likely to see a change of government. The United States is on tenterhooks as to who the candidates will be. And of course, in South Africa, we're just petrified of a mess of coalitions coming through. Yes, and, and I think probably just briefly on those, South Africa, we think will get a slightly organized coalition with the ANC polling in the high 40s and, and teaming up with some of the smaller parties. Um, in the States, I think we are going to get a President Trump 2.0 um, come November time. I think all the momentum is actually in his favor right now. So it'll be interesting to see how that pans out. The Taiwanese election is that probably the most interesting one on the 13th of January, uh, where the opposition parties are champing at the bit of the incumbents. Um, and they are much more pro-stroke neutral China. So you could see kind of a Chinese stealth takeover of Taiwan without a shot being fired. And that would mean that China would control two-thirds of semiconductor production globally, which again gives yeah. them a, an interesting card in, oh. in the new digital age. So, I mean, are you telling me, how that I need to go and get a couch? And any money that I've got, <laughs> I need to store it in the, in the arms or maybe in the cushions of my couch. I mean, that's a national pastime. Certainly, it's, you know, it's been done in South Africa before. If you're wary about, about the world of investing, you seem to be putting a lot of words of caution into the mix next year, which, which frightens me a bit. I was feeling a bit more optimistic than that. <laughs> I think some relative caution, I think, is warranted when, when things feel as bubbly as they are now. I think the longer term framework is actually very positive. You know, we're in a, in a decade where technological progress is exponential and, is, and these technology trends are converging together, startling growth in all kinds of technologies. And that, that should be a very positive theme for, for productivity and, dare I say it, for humanity, I hope, for the next decade. So we've just got to get through some near-term turbulence, is my view. And in the long term, for all clients, the only free lunch and investing, I'm sure you know, is diversification and a balanced portfolio of equities, bonds and cash will always see you right in the longer term, Be And the, the, the one fundamental rule that comes to play time and time again, and we always reminded it, uh, of it when Charlie Munger died, and I forget the exact quote, but it says, it's better to buy a great company at a fair price than a fair company at a great price. Uh, you don't want to buy rubbish when it's cheap. You don't want to buy great things when they're too expensive. You want to buy great companies when the pricing is fair. And I think when we look at certainly U.S. markets, which have had this huge rally this year, the pricing possibly isn't fair in, in our favor anyway. Yes, and certainly in the technology sector, dare I say, it's, you know, the magnificent seven of Alphabet et al. and Tesla uh, and NVIDIA, um, those are very, very expensive shares right now. And they are the flavor of the month uh, and therefore a little bit you know, dangerous in that sense. So look at other sectors of the market. Look at, the, look at other areas of the world economy. So, you know, the, the global south, if I can term it that, will probably do better, I suspect, than the U.S. And that's a brave thing to say, I know, given Warren Buffett's view, and I, I would empathize with that view. But there, there are probably better um, uh, valuations to be had, certainly, outside of the states and outside of technology, where, where people aren't really looking right now. That's the interesting part of the market for me.
Is South Africa one of those parts? Or are you talking more about the Indias of the world, the Australias of the world, the Philippines of the world, even Brazil? I think Southeast Asia, yes. India is actually very expensive, although it's probably going to do quite okay. well as an economy. South Africa is very cheap, um, and so it could do relatively well, I suspect. Um, but Southeast Asia, particularly if the, you know, the Chinese juggernaut continues, I think will continue to do well. You may see good returns out of Latin America for a little while. Um, and so, you know, those kind of less explored areas uh, and commodities, I suspect, once we're through kind of a recession, commodities could do reasonably well. If I'm right that inflation becomes more entrenched in the longer term, that's an, that's an environment where commodities, and particularly gold, um, does, they do very well, and gold in particular. Oh, well, thank you. Um, I, it's, uh, I think, confused me more <laughs> than uh, I was before. But I suppose that's the nature of investing and the nature of markets is you have to be able to surf the waves as they come. And at the moment, um, the waves are looking good. They're looking perfectly formed. And it looks like you can easily catch one in a surfing analogy. Uh, but at the same time, well, one of those waves could end up being one of those horrible big dumpy ones that could you know, have you smashing your face into the beach.